0: Hi Danielle. Hi hey, Mel. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you? Well,
1: yeah, we're we're finally in the Mercury going direct, so I think that has made quite a difference. Yeah, um,
0: yes, it really has. It's been. um I think we were just discussing this, and it's just it's been a very heavy week. You know, yeah. the last couple of weeks have been really. Um, intense, you know, as Mercury was moving itself back into direct, we were having some of that shadow effect on it. And that just really seems to to um the things that like you know, like the stragglers, the things that like to hold on mm-hmm. a little tighter, you know, the kind of unearthing those the deep stuff, the hard stuff seem to really come forward that last week yeah. of the retrograde.
1: Yeah. So it feels like what we might not have realized were resonances that were still there was was also coming up with this intense energy and um, I certainly know that in my work and um, you know private life as well it just felt like everything was harder more challenging yeah yeah,
0: yeah. and you yeah. I I really took note that I was uh, returning to this hermit phase of existence which was I just didn't want to communicate at all. Yeah. I was very, you know, deep within myself trying to find new insight, you know, finding new patterns that were emerging that in kind of, you know, since what, the end of December, we've been in this range of hindsight and, and really taking note of the things we've been working on. And that last week of retrograde was just a real deep stuff, it felt like.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and tonight we're going to look at the full moon. Oh, that's yeah. coming up around the 16th of february and that's the snow moon so um do you want to
0: share a little bit with everybody what that might mean for us all absolutely you know i love this <laughs> stuff so yeah like mel said this is uh february 16th some are noting the 17th again this happens every new moon or full moon this is why we give a three-day full effect you know, the day before and the day after tend to be the strongest days that we're working within this energy zone. So this is the full moon. It is known as the sno- snow moon, as Mel said. We also have heard it called the hunger moon and the storm moon. Now, this all makes sense being that you're still in the winter-ish months. You know, the hunger moon would make sense only because it's at the very end of a season where we're not producing a lot of, uh, food and, you know, the crops don't grow this time of year. And so now that you're at the, the back end of this winter months, you know, I'm sure, you know, our ancestors had a hard time managing food resources, uh, you know, especially when the winters grew long, um, you know, and then the storm only makes sense because we're walking into spring and what is that? April showers bring May flowers kind of experience. So you're thinking, you know, we're we're walking into storm season. This full moon is in Leo, and so I'm just going to give you a couple of characteristics of what a Leo is. And um, we're talking compassion, we're talking a big heart, consciousness, our drive, and our natural leadership. These are some of the characteristics that our beautiful Leos carry within their, their normal traits. And so in this full moon, we're really going to be focusing on these traits within us. Um, this full moon is all about releasing frustrations in every passion project that you have. And the passion Mm -hmm. projects don't have to be career-based. They can be family-based, friend-based, Um, healing based, any of these things that you're passionate about is really going to come into alignment and into focus for us to, to release. And, and when we release, we're now staging and, you know, we're now allowing us to be fully present. And within that it activates our power. So once we release these things that are causing frustration, we're able to, you know, clear space, if you will, to allow the new to enter. Once you've put this full moon being, you know, the full moon is the full illumination, you know, it's the brightest point in the sky. Now we can really have this acknowledgement of the things that we're passionate about and what it is that's frustrating us inside of those passions and, and, and taking a deeper look so that when we release it, we're able to have, a momentary pause before we welcome in this new, we have this clearing of energy. So when we welcome in this new drive, this new compassion, this new leadership, if you will, inside of our consciousness, we're able to do so.
1: That's fascinating because you talked about, you know, endings as well. And I believe that the, all the moons, full moons over 2022 sit in 27 degrees that when you add it up equals nine, which indicates it's all about endings, finalizing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, but
1: they sit through different aspects, like this one is about frustrations and yeah. the project that you're
0: involved with. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's exactly it. So if it adds up to nine, nine in numerology is always about endings of something because one would be the beginning of something. In numerology, is really a one to nine scale. And then, you know, there's obviously other numbers, but nine being the ending of something. Um, so, yeah, so this whole year has been a lot about releasing the old and walking into new experiences, mm. but in order to walk into these new experiences, the release that we have has to come in layers or in compartmentalized viewings so that us as human beings in our linear nature can really accept, acknowledge, and then move forward because we can't mm. just be dumped. Upon all the things that we need to release because it's overwhelming and we will refuse yeah. to take the step. So yeah. yeah, if all of them are at that 27 degrees, that's that's brilliant because that just really means that people are going to be getting over a lot of things, releasing a lot of things in their life so that we can start welcoming in this new future that's standing right in front of us.
1: Yeah. And I think it's probably important to highlight because we do talk about mental health and well-being in the other series that we've got, but Um, you're exactly right that if things come in too thick and fast and energetically it has felt very powerful in terms of what what we're experiencing it will be overwhelming and it can be destabilizing and anybody that's experienced um, the last couple of years depending where they are on their journey is cycles are important because you can deal with pocket-sized bits of information that comes through that you then experience whether that is high on drama or it's frustration or whatever the difficult emotions are that we feel then we have to reorientate ourselves because we have to manage day to day so you can't just get this flood of shift everything out really quickly because it's too destabilizing and if we look at that as a micro level every individual can experience that well you want enough personal power and groundedness to be able to uh, do your job from day to day if we look at it on a more um uh, a larger scale if we look at institutions you don't just pull the rug and get rid of everything you've got to be building while you're tearing down you know you've got to be releasing the grief and the old and the old ideologies and ideas as well as formulating new things and starting to gather some energy on that. And it feels like that's what the Leo and the intense energy of all of this is starting to help people
0: realize as well. Right. And if you look back and if you've been listening to this podcast, you know, through the new moons and full moons from the end of 2021 until to date, it has been all about new beginnings, about releasing about healing, about mm-hmm. focused energy on the things that we can control and releasing of the things that we cannot. And the Leo really, this Leo full moon is really bringing us into more of an alignment with that. So the Leo uh, Leo is represented by the sun. Every zodiac sign has its um, planetary counterpart. And so, you know, when you think of the sun, you know, this is how we're representing is the brightest star in the sky, right? It's the, the thing that nourishes life. It's the thing that brings in on a conscious level, what, what it feels like, you know, just imagine standing under the sun and feeling that sun, the warmth of the sun on your skin, you know? So when we characterize the sun, we're really looking at this conscious energy we're doing. We've been pulling from without like within and pulling it to the surface. Now, these things are at this conscious level for ourselves. How do we want, what are the things that are working? What are the things that are really bringing us closer to the passions Mm -hmm. that we have? What are the things that are frustrating us? They're now starting to formulate in our conscious mind so that we can release the things consciously that no longer are serving us the things that are frustrating us, making us bitter, making us uh, feel stagnant, you know, like, like you're in an obstacle course, you know, these are the things that you can now release because you're conscious to the fact that they're here. And so that's always, I find that interesting. Um, You know, with this full moon, I will say that it's going to affect everybody a little differently, just because, what my passion is, is not going to be your passion. And what your passion is, is going to be this other person's passion. And so it's going to feel a little all over the board when you're speaking to your friends and family and, and, and colleagues, things like that, that, you know, this person might be really frustrated with their family experience. Another person might be really frustrated with their work experience. And so Being, thank goodness Mercury retrogrades over, you know, because, you know, with this happening, we're able to kind of be more open and understanding about the ways that people communicate and the way we can communicate back to them. So keep that in mind whenever you're focusing um, on this full moon, that the conversations around you might be varying but they're going to have the same foundation, which is passion. What are, what are we, what are we passionate about and and how that's expressed is an individual experience.
1: Because that relies on in order to do that is your own personal power, isn't it? So I was, I was reading that the Leo uh, denotes the heart energy. And that gives us the fire to fuel the passion, to be able to express ourselves and passion often comes from the heart. So you've got two, centers operating at the same time that if you harness or or utilize the solar plexus which is your personal power and your heart which is where your own personal passions and love and uh, desires in life come from and of course it means much more than that when you work with both of them you've got much uh stronger capacity to alchemize any of those so-called lower energies and frequencies that are stalling or blocking you or getting in the way yeah. So it's a real opportunity isn't it as part of that ending of scenarios to realize what it is about those things that do that then tune into those aspects of the body so that you can utilize that to fire up as you say your yeah. own autonomy and independence so that you can just happily sit there and say this is what i like this is what i believe in this is what i stand for no matter what the responses are that you'll get knowing that other people around you are possibly going to be doing the same thing so you've got to be able to hear and receive not combat not not be
0: combative yes and Uh, and, you know we really hone that in on a couple of our series you know i'm thinking of the tarot series where we talk about you know if you're always in an argument we have to start finding that common denominator right so maybe it's time to be a little bit more gentle and it's always a reflection so always be more gentle on yourself and it will reflect with you being more gentle to others. Yeah, that's for sure. And uh, you know, again, I do believe that we have three brains. We have the mental brain, we have the heart brain, and we have the brain and the stomach and they all serve different functions, but they're all very important. And the mo- more you can align these things, the mind, body, spirit, if you will, then you can um, move forward in a non-defensive, non-reactive more of a flow, more of a heart centered energy that this world really truly needs more of. So with you know, I love that you brought that point up, uh, you know, this is, um, there's some questions that we really need to ask ourselves during this full moon. And with it being a, I, you know, fire is just kind of the way to go, um, a lot of times, you know, unless we're doing a lot of the earth energy and then you can bury, or if we're doing water, then you can put it in water. But with this one, we really are focusing on releasing. We're focusing on giving it over the things that we cannot control, handing that something over and and, and beyond hoping for a better outcome, we're just satiated in the knowledge that it is not our responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so when we're doing our full moon, intention, or the full moon ceremony, whatever it is that you want to call it, um, I would definitely grab a candle. I would say something in a in red. I would probably, if you have red string, a red candle, a red bowl, a red pin, anything in red will really help um, show you that passion behind what it is that you're doing and ask yourself and answer the following questions. Where am I naturally shining? And how do I cultivate more of that? Where am I afraid to shine and why? What drives me to do the things that I'm doing? And, you know, for me, you know, I've really been in this experience of of noticing where I'm naturally shining. And it's been kind of interesting. Now I have a Leo in a North node, which for those of you that don't know a whole lot about the nodes, North node is where you're going and the South node is where you've been. So for the Leo North node, I am in the, I'm, I'm focused on everything that we're just discussing, right? This is kind of, you know, the purpose of my existence. And you know, so I'm learning that the way I shine is just by literally being myself, mm-hmm. by being unapologetically me. And and all of this growth I've done inside of that has allowed me to shine in situations that I used to either be shunned in or I shied away from. And so watching this evolve, you know, and asking this question to myself is like, well, I think I've finally gotten to that place where I know where I'm shining and I know what I'm doing is good. And, and it's a very comfortable space to be in. And so those of us who are working towards these roles in our existence, just know that it is work, but when you're here, it's, it's profound. If uh, you never feel more like yourself than you do when being yourself, and so, you know, um, you know, there's some questions like the where am I afraid to shine, and why? So sometimes when I am afraid to shine, is you know, I I don't ever want to be the person that's self righteous. It's just an icky vibration for my personal well being. I don't like it. And so I note sometimes that there's a fine line between self righteousness and, and the truth. And sometimes the truth really does just need to be put out plainly because the truth doesn't care about your opinion of it. And so when I find myself shying away from the truth because I'm using this self righteousness as a qualifier it's like a little trick my ego's done to me you know like you're not worthy of speaking the truth and and i don't mean go out of your way to announce yourself as being you know right in a situation i'm just saying if a situation presents itself sometimes just saying it without an emotional attachment would be the best way to do so and so i have been acknowledging myself in that way that you know, it's okay to have a little bit of fear because fear really promotes Mm -hmm. courage and bravery and being able to do it despite of the fear kind of gives you this sense of, wow, I'm quite capable, you know? Um, And for me personally, I can tell you why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. And it's just because I'm very passionate about helping others. I'm very passionate about not ever seeing somebody mm-hmm. struggle the way I struggled coming through this and just knowing that it would have been nice to to look out on the horizon and see another human being that's walked this path and be able to do that. So I do know that what's driving me is all passion, it's all love, it's all the things that make my soul just spark a flame and so I'm I wanted to be able to answer the same questions that I initiated this round just because I, I felt very confident in being able to do so.
1: It's interesting isn't it because I think as you were talking about being able to shine well culturally I think a lot of people um, have been encouraged to dim their light that even when they shine bright in their passion they had to dim it because it was too bright for other people and so yeah. You could either be apologetic about it or, or dim that or not be your full self but yeah. we know that when you're not your full self and don't embrace all those aspects the, the what you perceive as good and bad or, or bad um means that you're not in that sort of authentic nature and then it's hard to be in the flow and just be who you are and shine your light and allow whatever to occur so the journey sometimes is almost like to release all those concepts and ideas of yourself and just go back to being who you are. And I think we share, we've talked about this in private as well, haven't we? This real passion that we've both got to enable people to take the focus back to themselves about what it is that they feel, notice, see, hear in whatever way that they manage information that tells them that they just know the right answer. They know which step to take. They know what works for them. No, and that can be so counterintuitive and so counter to what everybody else around them is telling them. Yeah. But we know that if you don't do that, and I think we're being asked more and more, and some people have been forced to do that because of circumstances, will just get so difficult that if you don't start uh, trusting in your own capacity, your own ability, your own gifts, your own ideas and even if we're talking and people are thinking but I haven't got them and that's not me then that is that's an invitation to say well you have so why are you, why are you pushing that back why are you not accepting that why can't you take that idea that you can be the person who can shine your light wherever you are yeah. and you know you know with the work that I'm doing we're involved in working with uh, people who are experienced domestic abuse well the one area where uh, where the abuse you know Uh, the power dynamics are there is you can't shine your light because it's dangerous you can't shine your light because it brings attention to yourself and to stay safe is you you move attention away from yourself to stay feeling okay and not in the fear you you don't want to shine your light so part of this as you alluded to earlier is the fear is the fear that's activated what will happen if i do And so we take our adult brains and we say, well, we're not in that place now. If we've moved out of unsafe situations or we've left the job that was abusive or the relationships that were toxic or the ways of thinking about ourselves that actually aren't true, then we can release. And and maybe that is one of the key things that people can do during this full moon is releasing all of those ideas about who they thought they were that keeps them depressed and low And not in the light because when you're not you're going to feel anxious you're going to feel fear you're going to feel depressed once you start accepting that you are also that person that can grow and shine then all the amazing other things can happen because you can actually let that go much more easily than people think but it's just the cultural conditioning that we allude to a lot isn't it in the other podcast that gets in the way of that process
0: yeah Yeah. Because who are you when nobody's looking, when nobody's around? That person is literally the best person and that you could possibly be, you know, we're not saying that we don't have healing to do or trauma to rescue or any of those things within ourselves, but the person that you are, be it dancing in the mirror or, you know, 500 blankets on you and Ooh, it's warm while eating, you know, a bag of chips, you know, these are this part of who you are, the beautiful, wondrous you. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the more we can acknowledge and accept who we are, the, the, the closer you're going to get to um, the boundary zone of fear and walking into something outside of fear. Uh, I'm convinced that there's only two real things and that's love or fear. And if it's not coming from love, it's coming from fear. So if it brings anxiety, if it brings um, things that, and I don't mean taking those initial jumps because those can bring all those same feelings. And that's just, Mm. that's also a fear, you know, the fear of jumping into new territories But, um, you know, when we are removing ourselves away from this fear-based mentality of what everybody else told us we were or should be, you really start to discover these parts of ourselves that are just so miraculous and so beautiful and so filled with depth and insight. You can't even imagine, you know, the light coming back on into another person's eyes is probably one of my favorite experiences, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I sort of feel I I know there's probably a a couple of bit more uh,
1: bits to cover, but I kind of because you mentioned the mind, body and spirit. And we're talking about how this full moon being in Leo activates those different senses in the body. There's a very simple exercise that people can do that uh, either when you wake up in the morning where you've got stillness or before you go to bed at night. Where you focus, you can put one hand on your solar plexus, which is just under your navel, a hand on your heart, and you just start to breathe in through your heart. But you, you you imagine that you're breathing in, and if you've got that anxiety, you imagine that you're bringing the anxiety up as you breathe in, and it goes through your heart and out your head, and you cycle it back around, and you just keep breathing in and out, in and out, because what's happening is you're lifting that lower frequency and those emotions from the guts where they can feel like they're being stirred so rather than thinking i have to do this i have to jump once you get into that feeling state just lay there start to breathe but hold those two centers centers because by physically holding it you're tuning into that place yeah. your int- your attention and your focus goes there where energy uh, where your uh, mind goes your energy flows so if you focus on that that will start the process if you apply that every day that when you feel fear anxiety or any of those things that stop you stepping into or moving forward with who you are can help that process of managing and building trust and knowing uh, that you can slowly start to shed those things that can feel like big obstacles challenges or or uh, issues that get in the
0: way yeah Yeah. When you start directly focusing on the things that you can control, you'd be amazed how many things start to fall away, Yeah, you know, and it's true. The more we physically represent what was going on within us, um, internally, it it really brings it all together and they call it mind, body, spirit with purpose. You know, we're Mm -hmm. bringing the more you can align the three, the closer you are to who you truly are. And yeah, so I do agree with that. You know, the, this full moon is going to be um, it's going to be, you're going to really feel your power inside of this full moon. And it's how you decide to use that. Of course, you Mm -hmm. know, some of us don't feel power in the same way. Some of us, you know, have had such battered experiences that that feeling of power feels um, it could feel like anxiety. It could feel like the, the scariest thing that's possible. And, and you do these simple tricks, like what Mel just explained with the, the hand on the heart and on the solar plexus, which is literally just below your, your breast bone, you know, um, right at where your ribs meet, then you can, uh, you can really do some pretty cool things within yourself before anything else. So, um, yeah, the only other thing I have on this is it's the tarot spread. So if you have anything else you would like to offer, on this beautiful full moon in Leo. Um, It's nice to hear
1: that we're moving into this energy of it flowing in a direction that feels positive, feels more upbeat, feels even exciting and enlivening. So um, it'd be just interesting to see how people experience this because the past couple of months have felt heavy, intense, And I think we still will see things and hear things that evoke those feelings and fears. But if you realise that every time you tune back into yourself, um, you get less influenced by it. And you'll start to realise how the old thought patterns are just purely old blueprints and ideas that don't necessarily belong to you. And that's what that re-entering of that space continuously gives you so that you can then fully step out into the sunshine, into those experiences with much more natural joy and feelings of being enlivened and free. Right. Yeah. And
0: again, this is a reflective world and the world reflects the seasons that we're inside of through actual seasons. And, and the energies are always a lot heavier coming into the fall and winter months, and they'll start to lighten through the spring and summer as things start to blossom and bloom and and at their, their fullest potential. So if we keep that in mind throughout the year, you'll kind of know without even having to know that this is the season where you're in, you know, we're starting to find the flowers blooming or this, you know, it's, you're, you can start counting down the days that the the sun starts to set later, you know, you're closer to lighter energy, lighter moods, lighter, uh, you know, everything. And that's really, you know, a good way to keep track of what you're going through in the, in this um, transition of life on the journey of life. And so this is going to be a five card tarot spread. And the, it's going to, the first question you're going to ask is the first card is what, what is my personal power? The second card is going to be what no longer serves me. Third card is where can I take a risk? Your fourth card is where am I being asked to think outside of the box? And your final card is where do I need validation? Now, I do wanna, I do wanna, you know, note that when we talk about validation, it's not a negative thing. Mm-hmm. We are human beings in need of validation at some point or another, no matter the level that has been reached, I find myself enjoying the validation of certain people in my existence, Mel being one of them, you know, and I express this clearly, you know, I I feel like I do. I like your validation, not in the sense that I need her to tell me that I'm a good, you know, I'm doing good, but just the validation that I'm, I'm, I'm doing the, the work and I'm expressing myself clearly in this work and all of that. So there's this beautiful, thing that people need that we have a tendency to say is a bad thing but it's really not you know um the you know knowing that you're a valid human and not a ghost in this world is very important so Mm -hmm. you know when you ask yourself that make sure you're being gentle with the answer that is received
1: yeah and we all um benefit from having someone in our lives at some point that may have been uh through the journey already and slightly further ahead so they can see the path that we've taken or where we're managing multiple ideas and or or new concepts because it's quite tricky with a new idea and, and breaking free from old ideas because you you've got to have quite a lot of confidence to do that and um and sometimes sharing that with people that either are equally entrepreneurial or they've studied enough where they can fit sort of several models around it and then expressing that can still take you back to yourself as long as you don't always rely on that it's a bit like people who will only ever seek to get tarot's done by somebody all the time what we've been teaching in the tarot series is how you use those cards yourself Mm -hmm. so that you can start to see what information is being expressed through that projection onto the card but how you then utilize that information for yourself to build up your own Personal power and strength, but yeah, checking things out with somebody else, getting some insight, having a clinical supervisor, having a coach, having people that you trust that you can share things with, of course, and and sometimes some people are more externally uh, reliant on information anyway because that's just how they're made up psychologically, and it's what and it's how good teams work. So. Yeah. yeah, totally. It's not a negative thing. It can be, no, not at all. It, it's just not seeking it from the wrong people yeah. or the people. Right. But... Make sure
0: you surround <laughs> yourself with the people. The influential circle is always surrounded by people you want yeah. to be more like, not yeah. the people that yeah. you're trying to teach or get away from. <laughs> yeah. <so. Exactly>. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I look forward to any comments or responses that you have, questions about this next full moon. You can check us out at our Facebook page at Mel and Danielle. Make sure to like and subscribe to this video and share it with your friends. We're building a community and we want everybody that is interested to be a part of it. So yeah, that's brilliant. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you, Mel. Bye. Bye Bye-bye i you.